everyone, this is Nate Ortiz and welcome to Walking in Power. Today, we are gonna be talking about dealing with drama. No one would go on record saying they love drama. Now, we know lots of people who are will be dramatic and they will bring the drama wherever they go, but no person just says, hey, I like drama, that's what I do. They do it without even realizing that's what they're attracting to themselves. So we wanna talk about dealing with drama in a healthy way, not in a way that's just uh, you know, pushing it to the side, but letting people know how do we do this constructively? How do we do this in a healthy way that we, we let people know that this isn't the culture that we want. This isn't the culture we want to, to continue. And so how do we deal with it head on, but in a way that is productive? And so in Matthew 5, 9, it talks about that, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now, when if you look at scriptures even deeper, it says, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God, God says it's righteousness, uh, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. And so when you think about the kingdom of God, there is peace. And so peace is the opposite of what drama is. And so when you deal with drama, you create greater peace within yourself, within your family, or within your organization. And so when we think about you know, keeping the peace, right? We're not just talking about being just quiet, not, you know, making any waves and not upsetting people. When you are looking to, you know, create peace, there are times where you will offend somebody, right? You will say something that will hurt their feelings or just make them feel embarrassed. But the reality is when you are dealing with drama, you want to, you know, find that person, deal with them one-on-one, -on -one, right? You're not trying to do it in front of people, but you want to do it in a way that is healthy and beneficial for both parties. And so there was a, a teaching my friend gave one time I thought it was just so, so good. And he talked about this, this term in counseling and, and psychology, it's called the, the Cartman's Triangle. And so the Cartman's Drama Triangle to be exact, but you could Google it, look it up. But the unique thing about it is that there's three main pieces when it comes to drama. And I think sometimes where the person says, that, you know, I, I don't like drama, I try to stay far away from it, but they find themselves in the middle of it, whether you're leading a team or it's just in your family. These are some helpful ways to kind of go about it in dealing with it. So in Carbon's Drama Triangle, he says there's three people that have typically identified. There's the bully, there's the rescuer, and then there's the victim. So, right, we know the person who always, you know, brings the drama themselves. They're always the victim. Everything's happening to me. Nothing's happening for me, right? And this is a terrible card that I've been dealt and I have to play the cards. And so this is just terrible. And so that type of person says, hey, I'm the victim and nothing is going my way. They will then look for someone to rescue them. Someone to say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And isn't this terrible? They want someone to commiserate with them. And and in when they find that person, that rescuer, right? The victim, then the rescuer, they'll then look for someone, that bully, right? That person that is doing these things to the victim. And they'll say, that's the bully. That's why what's going on. It's this person or it's that. And they, this victim looks for the rescuer, rescuer to rescue them, right? But here's the thing. If the victim, if the rescuer says, hey, I'm not doing that, that's something you need to do for yourself, the victim will then easily turn and make who they want to rescue rescue them, the bully. And say, you know what? This person is the bully, you're the bully. And maybe find even someone else to rescue them. And that's how the drama just continues in organizations, in places. And so no one wants that. But here's the part where I think it's helpful and doing it productively with someone and when they're dealing with the drama. You wanna be able to have this idea of what I call live mixing, okay? If, you ever been, if you've ever been to a concert or you understand how you know, audio works, right? When they plug in the board, they have that big board in the back and you have your, all your instruments plugged into it. You have you know, even just the person who's singing, right? They do they, what's called an EQ, right? They're you know, equalizing the sound. They're making sure it sounds good in the room. They're adding reverb, they're adding bass, they're adding 
you know, treble, they're, you know, doing the mids, the highs, getting their voice just to sound the best that it can. And so sometimes people who like drama, they create an EQ that is so, um, so hard, right? That they just like, well, it's this going on in my life and this is going on and this is going on and this is going on. And they create this whole sound, this whole, this whole thing around their life that is just noise. And it's hard to really get to the root of what is causing this drama or why they want to start this drama. But here are three things, three roles that you could play in someone's life who's maybe want, wanting you to be the rescuer or identifying you as the bully and how you can just deal it with it head on. And so the Bible tells us, right, if we have an issue with someone, right, you approach them one-on-one, -on -one, you, you just get with them and give them that respect and that honor, but you can go to that space. And so maybe someone's talking to you and express some things that are going on in their life and some things that are difficult and they're blaming people. And it just seems like they're really complaining, not really looking to take action about it. You can find yourself in these three spaces. You could be, you know, empathetic, right? Empath where you would, you know, create this, this shared space where you can just say, that sounds really hard, right? Whatever you're going through and just allow this person just to, feel like they're cared for just to say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that does sound really hard. And hopefully that person then begins to move into this other place of saying, yeah, it does, but you know, I'm gonna bounce back. They get encouraged, they, they self-motivate themselves and obviously pray and just seek guidance from God and, and uh, you can move on from that. Or you can move into the place of what would be called the sage, where that is someone who is you know, an advisor and they create space for the person to think through it. So you can say something like, that sounds like a challenging problem. What can you do? So you're putting the responsibility on them, right? The empath just says, hey, I'm here for you. I'm sorry to cry on, yo, encourage you, but then go on your way and, and you do that. But then you move into the place of the, the sage and you really can just say, hey, let's ask the questions like, you know, hey, what can I do for you? You know, or sorry, what can you do? How can you grow? How can you move on from it? And hopefully they begin to reflect and think about, hey, here's what I need to change, here's what I need to do. And then lastly, you can step into the place of being the leader. And so this is where you just directly fill that space, where they may be coming to you, they're complaining, and you just, you just say, hey, this is what you need. And now, when you're in that leader space, you have, that person has to give you that right to be in that space and say, hey, what do I need to do? How can I grow? And so sometimes I call it just like, you know, spiritual coaching boot camp where, you know, someone comes and like, hey, I can tell you what you need to do and what you need to do to move forward, or you can, we can take this space. But I think we're dealing with someone who's in the place of always being the victim. You want to be a person who's encouraging and, and like Christ-like and be a peacemaker in the situation. You're not just trying to upset people to upset people, but you really want to help people. And now obviously we all know you can't help people who don't want to even help themselves. But when you are in that place of sitting down with someone, right, you can ask them like, Hey, you know, do, do you just want someone to listen? And they might say no. And then maybe step to that place of being the, the, you know, in the place of being the sage, where you say, well, you know, what what can you do about the situation? And just asking those questions to kind of get them reflecting and thinking. And then you can be the leader and just give them that direct um, information, or give them that direct tough love, or just give them that direct encouragement and let them know it's going to be all right and then get through it. But I think most importantly, you always want to end with prayer and continue to pray. Sometimes we pray in moments because we just feel like we should, but I think there's also something about the discipline of praying for something over and over again um, and praying for that person or praying for the situation. So next time you see him, right, you can tell him, hey, I was praying for you. I hope things are going better. I hope that situation in your life is, is settling down or I hope there's been an answer to some of the prayers we've been praying. But you want to be a person that is encouraging. You want to be a person that is uh, you know, helping the person 
who loves the drama. Um, but once again, when the person doesn't want the help, uh, that's something that they have to come to terms and to grips with. But we want to be peacemakers uh, whenever we can. We want to live peaceably, as the Bible says, you know, with all people when at all possible. And so that is our heart. That's what we want to be. So when you deal with drama, make sure you go with the right mindset, the right heart. Pray before you go in. Make sure you are, you know, in that place of being able to see that person, not just with issues, but be able to see that person as God sees them. Because um, everyone is made in the image of Christ. And so you want to be able to love that person the best you can and help them as much as you can. And you may not be that person to do it, but you want to know that you gave it your best effort and all those things. So whenever you deal with drama, remember some of those things we, we talked about today. Just take a moment to even reflect and think, hey, maybe there's someone I really need to have a tough conversation with or talk about the drama they've been stirring up. But how do I do it in a healthy way that's productive and life-giving at the same time? Thank you so much for checking out Walking in Power. We'll see you next time. Thank you.